0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Rebuild. My name is Peter Moses. Thanks for joining us today, and a happy new year and new decade to you. Just wanted to let you know a couple things before we got started. There are several four-letter words in this episode, so just a heads up there. And uh, also, those several four-letter words are brought to you by Untucket this week. So enjoy the conversation as we get into the sadness that is our beloved brownies.
1: Wire.
2: Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. Left Hello, I
0: was podcast, sleeping. my old friend. Welcome to The Rebuild. My name is Peter Moses and joining me today... On the last day of the decade to talk about the Cleveland
1: Browns. It's Gates Merriman. How are you, Gates? And what a decade it's been in Browns football. <laughs> I was going to say we may not ever see another one like it, but we probably will. I'm feeling pretty good about
0: 2020 being exactly the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. We won't have to worry about any major change in our lives as far as our football fandom goes. You know, one day you're sitting there, we're talking, we're celebrating a win over the Dolphins. Next thing, we're here. Woof.
0: We've always been here,
1: Gates. And not woof in the fun way. Just woof. This is is the hell that we signed up for. This is like an on-brand moment for the Cleveland Browns. This is... This, this is, is where our, we belong. This is our comfort zone, dude. Yeah. This feels uh, so warm and familiar.
0: and horrible. Uh, It's almost funny how I'm happy to be back there in a weird way. Like I didn't deserve anything else. No, clearly. Um... <laughs> God, the Browns have it. fired uh, Frederick Kitchens and Jonathan Dorsey, Um within 48 hours of the season being over. If you don't know that and you're listening to this, uh, thanks for checking in. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. um, The team you root for is and will for always be a dumpster fire.
1: Um, It's just eternally burning.
0: I don't even know. Yeah, it is like instead of like the burning bush, it's just like the the burning garbage pile. Yeah. In Berea, Ohio. (laughs) But that pile makes the Haslam's a ton of money so also feel good about that
1: yeah it um apparently the team's worth twice as much as they bought it for in 2012 which brings me to an interesting point maybe they should sell the fucking team or move it i don't care i can't do this anymore (laughs) they just moved it to moved to baltimore it's a big metropolitan area (laughs) they could support two franchises
0: i do wonder like what it like what alternative universe it looks like where they didn't give the Browns back? It's oh, probably man. definitely better for
1: all of us. It would have to be. I mean, how much joy have the Browns bought, brought you in the last twenty years? You could, if you could count joy, you could count it on one finger. I mean, <laughs> one hand. I don't know. It's been a long year. A couple games when they made the playoffs. Yeah, that that before, Ravens win this year was fun. Um, none of the wins.
0: No, no, no,
1: no. None of I the mean, wins this year were fun. The this, one, was, no, the Ravens this is the was least the, fun. We had more one. fun during 0-16 than we had this year. Yeah, that you're right. That one Ravens victory in week three was fun. That was right. it. Even though it didn't make sense at the time and in retrospect makes even less sense. So,
0: turns out hiring someone for a job that they have never done before um, and then hiring them actually to be the person in charge of that other person – is a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Apparently, according to all Twitter, Freddie Kitchens had no idea what he was doing. And that's why the offense looked worse than any other offense. I remember even seeing like, we could suck,
1: but at least the offense was like a thing. It was, it was abysmal to watch. And like, we went from kind of trying to figure out like, oh, like, is there too much Todd Monk in? is it too like blah, blah, blah? Why haven't why doesn't it look like last year to it just being such a, a catastrophic failure to even kind of get off the ground? It was it was so weird. And what's extra weird about it, as has been pointed out a lot, we had for like a moment we had the rushing title winner until we fucked that up by only running him thirteen times in the last week. We had two thousand yard receivers. Um we had a really bad quarterback this year statistically so maybe that was honestly we uh from what everyone says no one other has done defenses just knew exactly what we were going to run at any given moment like we're just they just knew a buddy of mine in LA is a
0: comic who went to Harvard law school and he has a joke about himself which i think applies well to the browns right here for this season, which is no one has ever done less with more. (laughs) That is like, like, like at least I never thought Hugh Jackson didn't know how to make an offense. Right. At no point was I ever like, the problem is, Sure. There's like some play calling and some kind of like gut check moment problems with you. Sure. But here we are in 2019, a day into 2020, and I'm singing odes to Hugh fucking Jackson.
1: I mean, he's a better coach than Freddie Kitchens, right? Oh, fucking. Obviously. <laughs> we are
0: so dumb, Gates.
1: We're so dumb. We're We're, so it's dumb. on us. It's on. So I think that's know. the
0: biggest thing is like, why didn't we know? We didn't see we, it coming. It was there the whole time. The twist was there the whole time. Why would this guy be good? And also, Dorsey was so. Listen, the worst part is this actually kind of makes sense for them to fire Dorsey. That's it, almost honestly... the worst part. It's like everyone's like, yeah, no, you got to do this. That is like it's. It would be more insane for them to not do this, which is amazing that they keep. Getting in these situations.
1: Yeah, yeah. Making decisions that they fail into and then needing to make more heart wrenching decisions to get out of their failures. And then who knows what sort of failures around the corner. God only knows what structure we're gonna have now, who we're going to hire. Ugh. But I You know I, who I, I, I want disagree. to be in charge?
0: Is how about who? Paul Di Podesta, the fucking nerd? Well, he might be. Apparently he wanted... Um, you know who I don't want making high-level decisions? Someone who people compare to John Wayne.
1: Who do people compare to John Wayne? Dorsey. Just like his like walk. Oh. like He's like all tough and gruff. Not
2: Such anymore. an overcom... He,
0: uh, dude, he was...
1: He was walking on water for the first year, and it seemed like he hit on... Because he hit on Baker, maybe. <laughs> the first year, he definitely seemed like he hit on Baker. Denzel... Nick Chubb, Austin Corbett looked like he was the heir apparent to a guard position at least. And then the cracks started to show at the beginning of this year, with Austin Corbett with Antonio Callaway being a
0: He total didn't fix player. the offensive line. He no, traded he, away one of their best interior
1: linemen and also never solved the tackle problem. No, not even like close. Like we put in Greg Robinson as like a last resort last year and then went into that as our as our game plan this year for the most important position on the on the line. Yeah, he never came close to fixing it, which directly obviously impacts your quarterback who you need to develop, which, like, doesn't seem like we really had an eye towards that. We had an eye towards... What's the opposite of develop? What did they, they unvelop him? Yeah, they they just... um, Enveloped him? Yeah, in, in a pit of misery and interceptions and low <laughs> completion percentage he they, that, that that's what's like a little bit when you think about the freddie hire they like was was the plan for freddie to develop baker or was it just like oh freddie already knows what he's doing with baker like if we just keep doing what we did in his rookie year we'll be fine because that's a shitty plan you should get better from your rookie year that's not just uh, like because you're older because you're being actively developed and they didn't do any of that all this said, I was I was all on board with the Freddie hire. So listen, it's not our fault we're idiots. No, it's not our fault at all. If we weren't idiots, we wouldn't be talking about the Cleveland Browns right now. We'd have <laughs> jumped ship fifteen years ago.
0: I would have walked into the Pacific Ocean as soon as I landed in Los Angeles if I had any sense of me to stay with yeah, the Cleveland Browns.
1: It's I mean, if mm, Peter, here's the so so going back to what you said though that like it kind of makes sense. I know people are outraged, and I think the outrage is overall more just that, like, I can't believe we're going through this again, which makes all the sense in the world. The Haslams are actual criminals, um, like, for fraud. And Convicted they're, criminals. They're fraudsters. defrauding. They're fraudsters. And so he's run two gigantic Listen, organizations. If nothing One else, of them, everyone who— The FBI <laughs> kicked in the door because they were defrauding people. This is another form of fraud. I just don't think the FBI, like— Listen, can, who can is the
0: Bernie Sanders it. of the NFL— who is like the GM we can get in here that best represents actually the fucking people's interests at all? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I, it, we... it, it, I don't trust them to make the decision. I don't well, trust them
1: like, yeah. to do anything. No matter what they do, it's already doomed. So, do you think we could start a change.org petition to have the NFL force him to sell the team? I bet we could get several million signatures. Okay, here's the other problem, though, is if he sells the
0: team, then you're starting over whenever that
1: happens. Well, that's true. So you're
0: guaranteeing another reload and rebuild no matter what. The worst part about this that we haven't even talked about is now clock's ticking on Baker Mayfield. Big time. Because he was a little... Bad. Bad and cranky the entire
1: season, and it really didn't work out. No, no. The the like bravado and um don't take shit from anything from anyone sort of angle really only works when you're um breaking records like in a positive way. And, and not... also
0: like mostly in college and then you like hopefully grow the fuck up in any capacity.
1: Yeah, he's not that young. He's not like a kid. He's like twenty four, maybe twenty five now. Um like maybe like
0: focus I focus less on like take the chip off and focus on the fucking throwing motion or something, dude, because
1: annoying did it become when late in the season when they would go to a commercial break and you would see another Baker progressive or Hulu commercial. (laughs) You're just like, dude, like Baker should
0: have those commercials playing on repeat. Whenever he's in his house this summer, he should this off season. Like if I remember
1: reading things early last year that like, Freddie was basically telling Baker to, like, take some time. It can't be all football all the time. Like, And Baker didn't seem to be doing all that much last offseason. And then he was 31st. Sweet strategy, week. coach. Hey, don't yeah. worry about football for a little bit, you know? Smell the roses. Freddie was just like his buddy. So, okay, so here's a very interesting thing I heard listening to 92.3, the fan, um, on the way home today. And it's, it's let's see, New Year's Eve afternoon right now um, in Chicago uh i apparently according to ian Rappaport, it sounded like dorsey wanted to give Freddie another year and if that's the case then i could not more enthusiastically support shit canning him because how could you look at this year as anybody who knows anything and think like okay yeah freddy's freddy's got it he's on the developmental path to becoming a great coach there was just was, no way you had to cut bait he was that bad you had to Also, could you just let
0: the the nerd just put the nerd in charge? Just put the nerd in charge. We still have a young team. Like honestly, I would still kind of like Jabril Peppers right now,
1: and uh, our interior line intact. uh, Kevin Zeitler, yeah, that would have helped way more than Olivia Vernon and uh, and Beckham. What What a sad year! Jesus Christ, how did this happen?
0: Speaking of sadness, Gates, it's time to talk about your shirts. Ugh, Gates, shirts. Don't even do you wear tucked in me. shirts? Are they are they are they sad when you try to wear them not tucked in?
1: Yeah, they, they billow down to my knees.
0: Yeah, it's because they weren't meant to be worn that way. The Thankfully, there's Untuck tuffs. It,
2: yeah, go the ahead.
0: original button-down shirt, actually designed to be worn untucked no matter your shape or size. Untuck It always fall the perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combos, Untucked shirts, great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys for all ages. You can find your favorite Untucked style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And their website, super easy to use. They even have a whole page developed to helping you find your fit. So, whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small, relaxed style of your own, Untuck it is the way to go. Visit Untuckit.com and use the code Blue for twenty percent off at checkout. That's real twenty percent is a lot of percent off, actually. That's a good deal. I, I you know, sometimes yeah. not as good of a deal as this. This is this is some real shit right there. Our stuff. That's Untuckit.com. Promo code Blue for twenty percent off.
1: Back to Our misery. I mean, 20% off. So you go on right now. You spend $10,000 on com. You save $2,000, folks. (laughs) Are your listeners in a position to just forego $2,000 worth of free clothing?
0: Are you, people? That's the best $8,000 investment I can think of right now. That's
1: right. Do it. Do it right now. Get those
0: ETFs, guys.
1: Yeah. Promo code blue. Promo code blue. Yeah, so back to the Browns. I don't. What do you say? I mean, th- there's just nothing to be done here. Even here's what we know not to do. We know not to get excited about who the coach is. Ever. That's again. true. I don't even think they should have a press conference. I think they should be like, okay, obviously, I like, can't. There, there's there's no say. way
0: the Haslam's. I mean, do, there's no. Can you believe the Haslam's are going to have to introduce another coach?
1: can you believe this it's actually gonna be pretty hilarious it's gonna be amazing like having to go back up there again because what sucked is it it really did seem like we had finally figured it out you know strong like lifelong football guy in the gm kind of president position who basically handpicks his own coach and at the time it seemed like wow we kind of lightning in a bottle with this up and coming coach to pair with our rookie quarterback it seemed like the perfect thing the only problem was the coach fucking sucked and the gm wasn't quite as good as we thought he was
0: he was arrogant he was was just too arrogant he was just so like how arrogant are you if like the nerdy dudes want to hire the guy who actually knows how to run an offense and you're just like this is my bro who i've seen it around so i trust him because he's a football guy
1: yeah and what What the other thing that um not rap before but uh Albert Breer said was that like the word around the NFL last year, and I'd never heard this until just now, but it was basically that John Dorsey kind of didn't want to hire like too strong of a coach. Like he wanted to be the alpha and have the coach be the guy who works for him. So um what a so, terrible you know, thing. You know, what a terrible a thing. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens wasn't a very strong coach. So in that sense, he executed his plan to perfection. They were the most undisciplined, unprepared team Ever. It was amazing. So week 17, watching them against the Bengals, still couldn't get lined up correctly on offense. Had 10 guys on the field on defense during uh, first Cincinnati's, I think, first or second touchdown. I don't know. Hard to remember. They scored a lot of touchdowns. But they're Cincinnati, <laughs> you know. You expect that to because happen. Because they had already locked
0: up the number one pick in the draft next Oh,
1: year. yeah. Yeah. You know what's really fun is um, are we going to have the worst quarterback going into – the year in our division next year. Like sure looks like it, during the year, But um, right now, would you rather have Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, or Baker Mayfield? What order would you, would you pick those guys right now? Well, I think, I it's, think it's impossible we to
0: pick against the person who's going to be the MVP. Yep. Then I'm going to go with the unanimous Heisman winner. Yep. Then I'm going to go with the guy who's won a Super Bowl. Yep, yep. And uh, then I'm gonna walk into the ocean.
1: <laughs> oh my god! You know god. that can't be your solution to every problem, Peter. Well, the only thing, you know, good thing, it only has to work once. <laughs> oh, that you know, I'd say that's morbid, but this—it's not the most morbid thing that we're discussing today. The the, the management of our beloved Cleveland, dude, Freddie Kitchens, he was was.
0: So everything we wanted this person to be (laughs) a man of the people he got it he knew how to talk to the media and pump us up
1: he said whoopty hell remember remember whoopty hell remember how much fun that was
0: remember when he said if you're not wearing brown and orange you don't matter yeah well (laughs) freddie don't let the door hit you on the way out buddy boy bad news for you my friend
1: I mean, I listen. The, the remember when he wore he, a uh, Pittsburgh started it shirt in reference to like a horrible, like borderline murder that had occurred under his watch
0: because he couldn't fucking get his people to be disciplined ever at
1: any point. Yeah, yeah. Because why was he at screaming? the movies?
2: Why was he at the movie? Yeah, why was he going to the
1: movies? <laughs> That's a great point. going <laughs> to the movies. Yeah, he's he's out there seeing Ford versus Ferrari, like. <laughs> a night before like their biggest game of the season oh my god is it the movies and then he kind of he kind of like threw his daughters under the bus he's like my daughters wanted me to wear the shirt i think he was trying to say like oh like we understand we're family men too like you gotta make your daughters happy but really it's just shitty for his daughters they're sitting there like what the hell what the fuck dad yeah like you're the you're the father you're the you're the adult in the room you're supposed to say like girls that's not a bad idea here's why or no it's not a good idea excuse me Here's why. Was, uh. You
0: know, Baker lost to a his lot of... His kids are
1: probably like fucking criminals. If he runs his family, anything like he runs his football team, there's not a lot of discipline in that household. <laughs> and I'm sorry to the kitchen's daughters. I'm sure they're
2: lovely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you got to look out for those kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Watch out for them swinging helmets. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, Baker lost to, like, four rookie quarterbacks this year.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember um, coming into the year saying, like, like looking at all the games, saying, in almost all of these, we were going to have the better quarterback, or it's a, it's a push, and in almost all of them, we had the worst quarterback. He, like, threw under 50% in, like, five games, and under 200 yards in, like, another five. It's crazy. It's not like there's no weapons on offense. It,
0: it was, feels like the only solution for him on and off the field is to eat some humble pie. That's like yeah. the only seems like, and not only just like for him, I don't give a shit about him as a person. Like, you know, yeah. I just mean right. like for all, for all of our sakes, like, yeah, of course, of course. St- like finding someone who's going to fucking teach you how to get better, work in a system that actually exists. And isn't someone who plays like a fucking Madden video game and thinks they know how to be a coach, I guess.
1: Yeah. Like kind of runs the scraps of, Todd Haley's offense from last year to, to success and then doesn't implement his own system whatsoever this year. The
0: thing that I don't understand too is like not only did it seem like like the coach had any plan, but it didn't even seem like after he taught them anything between him and Todd Munkin that like anyone knew what to do at
1: any time. They definitely didn't know what to do at any time. And it showed in all our pre-snap penalties and just like play clock winding down before the snap. It, it was, I mean, it was a disaster. It was, so that's and that's ironically the only the, the reason to hope is that you have to hope <laughs> that the that what don't it was, say that it's a four letter word on this podcast, Gates. <laughs> you have to hope that the coaching was so bad, which there's a lot of evidence that it was, that the coaching was so bad that that is what held this this team back. That that's going to be honest, Baker
0: I have Hugh Jackson going at least nine and seven this season. I. Dude,
1: you, he would have to anyone. I mean, think of, you would have to win three more games to go nine and seven. And there were way more than three games that we absolutely should have won. Um, But we didn't because we couldn't move the football. So wait, 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 but, but anyway, so my, my point is that like, I don't think we can write Baker off yet. I think the coaching was so atrocious this year and the lack of offensive system, other defending, defending players saying that they knew exactly what we were going to run. I think our, our, our system was so pathetic that no one could have succeeded in it. So I think there's still hope for Baker. I don't think you go out and break Peyton Manning's rookie touchdown record and then end up just being a, a total scrub. I think he needs to work harder. I think he was entitled this year. But um, I don't think that we're, like, looking for new quarterbacks. No, in Baker we trust. I tr- I still trust Baker. And hopefully this, you know, he's famous for, like, um, doing best when people doubt him well like everyone's doubting him again he had a brief moment where he was at the top of the food chain but uh he's got to prove it badly. welcome back and, down into the slot bro and it would be nice if his his like wife keeps like beefing with everybody online and like cleveland media it's it's just not it's a bad look right now the whole the whole thing is bad just like cleveland fans have it hard don't just, just trust us when we're upset about things emily mayfield Sure yeah, just nice. don't respond. Yeah, just don't respond, don't engage. Same with Baker, both of you, just like you don't always need to yell back. God. Just like you won already. You are them. You're the people. Like So okay. This, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. go ahead. No. This is
0: this is reason like 8,000 to be sad and no one's going to talk about it or it won't be given enough time. When's the last time we had a competent defense? Oh god.
1: Oh yeah, what are we going to do? I <laughs> just want to know. Is so bad. When is the
0: last time like you um, felt like our defense was this lost? Like for some reason it always feels like the Browns like again, like the whole is so much less than the sum of the parts on defense. Like I understand Miles Garrett left, but like
1: Yeah, you can't convince me that Miles Garrett was the missing piece that was going to make that defense down. Oh man. You know what else?
0: Go fuck yourself, John Dorsey. Just like giving up on Jannard Avery. Why did they treat all of these players so poorly?
1: What the fuck was going on this year, man? I I don't know. I don't know. Why get rid of Carl Nassib the year before? uh... Oh, my God. What were we doing? Did we have so much depth that we're just like a Jannard Avery, who showed a ton of promise, according to everybody, was disposable? (laughs) According to everyone's eyes. Yeah. It wasn't hard to see, dude. So You know what? So, okay. Hot take alert. Wasn't that good of a GM. He's a very good scout. (laughs) Not that good of a GM. Can't, doesn't have a concept for team building. Seems like he, like, kind of took pride in finding low character guys, too yeah like like real like assholes i don't know what i don't know what that is like you could i guess i don't know the this the happy or the charitable spin is that he thinks people deserve like second chances but the other side of that is that he like actively gives people who have committed crimes opportunities over people who haven't committed crimes so i don't know
0: yeah antonio cali worked out great yep yep uh, that was a good one. Uh, uh, I don't know. The only good news is like, even though they're still making money, like the Haslam's are so miserable.
1: Yeah, they're they, they're the laughing stock of like the sporting world. They can't
0: they can't show their
1: faces in Cleveland.
0: I mean, I guess they're rich, so they think they can just go wherever. But like,
1: uh, yeah, no, it's it's I... so bad that like, there's. No one's, like, on the Haslam side. Like, usually these things are a little bit split. Not, not in this case. I think there's Even their statement said, like, we
0: know we're testing the
1: patience of our fans. Yeah, which, sure, that's a, a very mild way of putting that. <laughs> Haslam's testing our patience. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, we lost, like, 10 games six times this decade alone. We haven't been to the playoffs since 2002. Testing our patience. Oh, <laughs> testing God. my life,
0: man. It's oh, gonna. It's it's, it's, it's yeah. passing us by. You have a fucking child. <laughs> we were yeah, at eighth grade socials last time they were in the playoffs.
1: There's not that much time left to get this together before we're on our way out. So so please, guys. I mean, our parents are lost, but we still have some time. We still have some time, but not that much time. Not a lot. So, uh, who do you? What do you? I mean. <laughs> we're fucked anyway because let's be very clear whoever they put in place right now is going to be gone within 3 years. Oh, 100%. no doubt. 100%. They are yeah, who it... they are. They're going to fuck this up again. But what structure do you want to see now? What do you who do you want to see in like of all the people that they're talking about interviewing, who would you want right now? As I would think. want someone
0: who has worked with Kyle Shanahan or someone who's worked in like a modern fucking offense and can work with some nerds like Paul Di Podesta? I want nerds. I want lots of fucking nerds.
1: I don't know, dude. we went the nerd route already. Do you remember we went one in 15 and then in 16.
0: No, who is our head co- who is our nerdy head coach? <laughs> Hugh Jackson.
1: Hugh Jackson? He was the, no. of the nerds. he was there. Well, I know they didn't want him. They wanted Sean McDermott. I don't know, dude.
0: Let the nerds pick. Just just let T, just give Paul D. Podesta the keys and like stay out of the state of Ohio until the first game.
1: That's the, to the Haslem's.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter who I care about. Why it would it make matter. a difference? <laughs> this is just like fucking uh Groundhog's Day or Russian Doll.
1: Oh, good show. Yeah, I watched some of that. Um and- it is. It's, it is. It's. I mean, it's going to be the same thing. They've tried every iteration of a front office structure. It's going to go back to like multiple people reporting directly to Jimmy Haslam, which is the worst possible idea. I don't want to bring in fucking Josh McDaniels, who like seems like an asshole, wasn't a very good head coach his first time around, has been at at the very least you have to say that he has benefited <laughs> tremendously from having the best quarterback and best coach of all time surrounding him. So who knows what kind of offensive coordinator he is? We have absolutely no idea. I don't want him coming in with this Nick Casario guy, like two people who think that they deserve a lot more power than they necessarily do. Like maybe they'll be great, but I'm not buying it. I really don't want Greg Roman just because I don't think he would be, I mean, what he's done in Baltimore is incredible, but he's done that and done his work with Kaepernick was incredible as well. But those are two such unique players that we don't have that I'd, I'm i not sure that um, that would be a great way to go. And I don't want another fucking first-time head coach.
0: Well, I think you're going to have to not – you're going to have to acquiesce to that last demand because I don't think, unless you want Mike McCarthy or
1: Josh McDaniels – Mike McCarthy would might be okay with me. I don't think he's going to be good. I think he, we would have um, – over the next five years, I think we would have – three good years and two really disappointing years, and then he would get fired. I would like
0: someone like uh, Stefanski from Minnesota or someone under Kyle Shanahan.
1: Yeah. Stefanski. You need someone who's just seem... going to know
0: how to put the fucking players in the right goddamn
1: places. But Stefanski's only been an offensive coordinator for like a year. Who knows? Like maybe that is. But he turned Kirk Cousins into like an MVP candidate for a while this season. So that's there's something to be said. But, hey, Freddie turned – baker into a rookie of the year candidate for a while so well
0: really it was ken vampisi i think yeah, apparently that's, that's pretty fucking clear after
1: this maybe they should i what's Ken ampisi doing these days <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like out on a boat smoking cigarettes somewhere i don't know you anything could. about Ken. get out of here yeah go fly fly don't come back uh yeah no you're right this doesn't matter it truly doesn't matter it doesn't matter they shouldn't even tried,
0: announce I, it I, they I, I tried like, to do a I tried to do a a Google search to see where Ken Van Peasy was and it asked me did I mean Ken Van Pizza?
1: I, I think his name is Zampese.
0: Oh, that would explain it.
1: Explays <laughs> it. Are you <laughs> Are you having a stroke? <laughs> oh Jesus. man. Give up. Uh, I give up. This team is this making me have a stroke. Feels man. like having a 20-year stroke.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. None of it, it matters. Matter. When you're like, "Oh, we don't need a new head coach uh, with new ho- you don't know that. It's, it doesn't matter. They've already made the decision that's going to be wrong. They're like it's, the fucking Doctor Manhattan of sucking at this. I haven't finished uh, Watchmen yet, so don't don't tell me too much. Well, he just is existing in all time. They've already made the decision that's going to be bad. When we're going to be back here in two years. You're yeah. No, you're you're right. Right. Baker, like it, the only way we're not is if Baker's good. That's it.
1: And all roads lead to Baker. I mean, okay, this is actual lunacy to even be talking this way. But if we shore up the offensive line, we have the weapons to optimize a quarter. Like we have a great, what should be a great situation for a quarterback. If he, if we can protect him a little bit better and have any scheme for him to operate in, so they like, nothing has changed in terms of the raw talent on the team that we came into the year with that, like, legit NFL people who don't have a dog in the fight thought the Browns were going to be a playoff team. Nothing has changed there. So, so we're probably going to the playoffs next year. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, wow. Right? This is...
1: Yeah, I know. I can't.
0: I mean, yeah. Obviously, we're going to the playoffs next year. Gates, duh. I mean, I would really like them to draft one of these. There's like apparently five great left tackles. Like we should be able to get a left tackle in the first round.
1: Maybe what they could do is not have a coach at all. Have not no one calling the plays, and then just do like one of those stadium polls, like like text four for a halfback draw, like like text six for like a hitch route. And you know every, that would have worked better than it would have. The plays would have gotten in quicker, we would have had better organization. It would have actually, like, <laughs> I don't understand I mean, it couldn't have been worse.
0: How dozens, literally dozens of professional men are getting paid to get a play into the quarterback, and they're always lining up with eight seconds left on the play clock. I don't understand either. It was. Like, that is the most fire. That was, like, of all, it all boiled down to, like, you can't get the fucking plays in. Like, are you surprised you're on offense right now? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. No, it was the lack of any sort of organization coupled with Freddie just fucking nonstop talking out his ass about, like, getting it right and being disciplined and, like, not practicing penalties and all that sort of shit. So, like, saying all the things that he wanted to do and being completely unable to even do a little bit of it, he, uh... Not even able able
0: to do it. He didn't, like, he was walking into, like, a nuclear arms race with a pea shooter. Like, he just didn't have the tools to even accomplish any of the things he wanted to in the first place.
1: He... Like, I don't think he, like, the mental tools. Like, I don't think yeah. he's a smart enough person. Yeah, I I, I agree. He's it's, just also never been in that situation.
0: All right. He was barely the offensive coordinator for four games. It is
1: baffling that our offense was so good in the, the last half of last year. Doesn't make well, any sense.
0: Clearly it was like Todd Haley's system with Ken Zampezi running it and Greg Williams' discipline of, and accountability. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if Greg Williams was the coach this
1: year? It's shocking that we're saying that, but I mean, again, nine and seven, right? We'd be in the playoffs probably. at least. Yeah, we'd be in the playoffs. Almost with almost anyone else coaching, including yeah. Hugh Jackson. I think we
2: would be in the playoffs right now.
0: Definitely, Hugh. We, you know what? This sorry, one's, you're, you're, you're sorry, sorry. Not
2: not
1: that sorry because you fucking suck.
0: Yeah, no, you were yeah, no, you were you're, no, trash actually, personified. Never mind.
1: Sorry, but... revoke you, God, <laughs> God, you're so bad. The only
0: thing you did that was actually positive was you jumped into the lake.
1: That was yeah, that was good. that was solid. That was a good job doing that. Um, didn't do much for you, but it was that was good. You raised money for charity. Okay, so let's quickly run through John Dorsey and the player that he the players he's acquired, especially in the draft. So Baker, who knows at this point. Next pick was was going back to his first, his first draft. Austin, Austin Corbett. A disaster. Couldn't you get job, him on the field. Oh, sorry. I, I missed Denzel Ward. Good. Not, not like a game changer at this point, but apparently there was a really low passer rating against him this year, so that's good. Are you still there? I'm still here. <laughs> okay, so let me start over. Baker, question mark. Denzel... Pretty good. Corbett, catastrophe. Chubb, unfucking believable (laughs) He should get the ball every single play. He's the best part of our team right now.
0: I don't know, like, what the fuck Nick Chubb could have done to anybody to make them basically bench him this last game. The only thing you ever hear about Nick Chubb from anyone is, like, super quiet, hardest-working dude, class act. And they somehow managed to... Some, I don't like
1: Yeah. Man. That was horrible. Awful. Fuck this whole coaching staff. Yeah, and then and then um what was it Derek Henry? Is it that who ended up winning? Yeah. It? Derrick Henry got like like thirty carries because like those things matter and good coaches know those things matter. And like Derrick Henry's a good running back, so you give your good running back the fucking ball for thirteen times in a game. That's almost like vindictive, man. Like why yeah. would you do that to him? Poor Nick Chubb. Yeah, he deserved that so much, and it was so easy for him to win it. That's just so awful. Awful. Okay, so Nick Chubb, great. Chad Thomas, okay, good good rotation guy. Like, showed some promise, isn't a dominant force, but played pretty well. Antonio Callaway, um, criminal, probably will never play football again. <laughs> Gennard uh, Avery traded away because we could not find a way to get him on the field, which is absurd.
0: Probably the third best player that, from this draft, maybe yeah. second, depending on how, what happens to Baker.
1: Yeah, Damian Ratley, fine, whatever. And then <laughs> Simeon. Sim, Sim, Damian Ratley, though, who was like for some reason in the game a ton over Rashard Higgins, who was well recognized as. Baker's favorite target. Just nothing made any sense this year, and we never got any explanation that made any sense either. That is the most like part. Everything was, like, behind closed doors. It's I want answers. Yeah, like, give us some fucking answers.
0: We need to know what happened. Like, we, like, we need the facts from this well, season to come the
1: fuck out, and not we'll through the players – We'll get it in some humiliating Seth Wickersham article at some point in, like, March.
0: (laughs) It's going to be as soon as – it's going to be the day after we hire our coach and get excited.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to – exactly. Exactly. Let's see. Okay, so that was 2018. So, like, a couple of good players, but not what we thought. And then 2019, Greedy Williams, not convinced he's good at all. He People kind of feasted on him this year. I don't know what the numbers say, but I don't Um, know. Fine.
0: I guess he was startable,
1: yeah. I mean, we started a first and a second year cornerback, and cornerbacks, even as good as they might be, usually take a little time to develop. It's true. Taki-taki, eh. Red wine, eh. Mac Wilson, eh. Austin Cyber. Yeah, actually, uh, besides extra points, which are important. (laughs) Drew Forbes, who knows, might be good. And then someone named Donnie Lewis Jr., I think he's gone. I don't know. I don't know, Peter. It's all just... Hey, the 2021 draft comes to Cleveland. Two years. That'll be fun. Oh, be that'll be nice. Number one overall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time, Trevor Lawrence time, baby. Trevor Lawrence! Let's go! <laughs> I'm ready. Are we tanking for Trevor next year? Yeah, Trevor. You want your career ruined? Come to Cleveland.
2: <laughs> uh, for us. I don't you know, know that what saying. Else. Um, it's yeah. always
1: darkest before the dawn. That that's, would be a great slogan for the Browns if you just cut out the second part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always darkest, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> hey, we're getting new uniforms, though. That's sick. <laughs> Oh, sorry, everybody. Hey, shouts to Jordan Zerm, though, for renaming this the rebuild because it's just genius perpetually going to be the state of the Browns. Good. Uh, Good move.
0: I'm 55 to 100 percent sure that Jordan will be back on this feed sometime very
1: soon. Good. Good. I'm sure that whoever is listening right now is thrilled. That doesn't mean we have to leave the feed Gates, you know, well, we're not going anywhere. Try to make us leave. Jordan. I'm not going anywhere. Oh my man. job is Kitch- secure. I, I don't know. Like Freddie Kitchens, I'm going to r- remain under the belief that I'm the guy for the future until I'm told otherwise. See, you know what the problem with this, with this
0: cycle is? Is like right now Everything. we're about to get the thing that like feeds us. It's like a it's like a flywheel. It's like a you know one of those circular charts mm-hmm. where like. The, like the coach is about to get fired, and we all feel like shit. But the only thing that's going to make us feel better is like reading all of like the details of like dysfunction and insanity that was happening. Yeah, and it like satiates us in this way that kind of like replenishes us to think that like, well, that was insane. <laughs> it's never going to be that again. Yeah, yeah. Which right, is something you we have said like that. Five, like five times over the last six years.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Let's, let's, this is, we should wrap this up soon because (laughs) you can only say so much in so many different ways how fucked we are. But it's kind of interesting a little bit to go through all the firings that Haslam has done and see which ones you, I guess, I guess the firings aren't the problem. firings are usually correct. It's his hirings, obviously, that were bad in the first place. And that's why we're fucked. But like. Firing Pat Shermer initially made sense. Pat Shermer sucked. Firing Chud was not vindicated, good. by the way. Vindicated that Pat Shermer yeah, still Pat sucks. Yeah, Pat totally sucks. He does so, suck, even with like the Mara family. Oh, the Mara family. Yeah, he still sucks, even under their amazing ownership. So, fuck you, Pat Shermer. Firing <laughs> Chud was stupid, and I never got it. Um, I had, actually, you know what? Let's not do this. This is stupid. <laughs> All right, Gates, well,
0: <laughs> that was a great football season we had.
1: Yeah, what a year. Just just the way we planned it, just the way we thought it would go. Shame on us. No more getting excited about the Browns fucking ever.
0: Yeah, well, uh, with that being said, um, I can't wait to talk to
1: you again when we're jacked up over this new hire. We are going to be jacked up. We're going to be like, finally, we've got this guy in place. Like, with this. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now
0: that we've got mcdaniels locked in or mike mc oh, god i don't even mike know mike mccarthy at yet.
1: least can like hit the ground running maybe not like fast but he can hit the ground running knows how to operate a football team and <laughs> freddie like, just it, like
0: flopped on the ground like yeah. a dead fish
1: <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> just never moved freddie oh. uh yeah so mike mccarthy could come in and like know how to run training camp effectively from the get-go Instead of just, I don't know, what we were doing last year. Save Mike Prefer, too. Yeah. The, oh, the guy who was, like, chastising us for not being so grateful that we're no longer 0-16. Did you see that a couple of weeks ago? He's like, two years ago, this, this organization was 0-16, and now we got people complaining. It's like, dude, fuck off. He also, um, at one point in his life, said that we should put all the gays on an island and nuke it. That's a real yep, thing. Yep, Look it up, yep. folks he's, a, he's yeah. a great quote this guy he's he'll really yeah. let you know what he's thinking hell of a hell of a punt return though that's, yeah yeah that's hey I will our fun. special teams are no longer our <laughs> biggest problem so yeah retain prefer get rid of launch Steve Wilkes into the stratosphere
0: <laughs> yeah you can put Todd Munkin and Steve Wilkes on an yeah. island
1: Todd Munkin oh, apparently man. um oh god who was it that I was listening to on one of the one of the radio shows, but one of the guys like in the press box was walking by.
0: Oh yeah. He they, was eating
1: hot dogs. He was, he was in the hot dog line as the, as the second half of the Bengals game started. That is, it's, <laughs> which know, I think says more about Freddie and just like how much he just didn't give Monk anything to do. Two years in a
0: row, you could, the disdain from an assistant coach to the head coach was so palpable and right in front of us. And we never took it seriously. Yeah. But the way Todd Haley spoke about Hugh Jackson... Oh, man, that's great. He ...could never be bothered,
1: never be bothered to give a shit. Did not care about him or respect him at all, and he was dead right. Unfortunately, he also uh, Todd Haley sucked as well, so... Uh,
0: well, Gates, I can't wait to venture further into the depths of this sadness with you.
1: Hard to believe it can get worse, but it will. <laughs> it can and it will.
0: All right, well, until then... Uh, check out uh oh five star us come on write a review that's yeah, nice you, do it you cowards yeah uh check out more pods at bluewirepods.com uh he's gates merriman i'm peter moses thank god this season's over
1: yeah thank god this year is over what a what a shitstorm. storm peace <laughs> bye